0: And in that day you shall say, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou art angry with me, your anger is turned away, and you comforted me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall you draw water out of wells of salvation. And in that day you shall say, Praise the Lord, call on his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. That is Isaiah chapter 12. In fact, that's the whole chapter. It's just six verses long. And with those six verses, Isaiah pins a marvelous hymn of praise to the Holy One of Israel. If you were to put a subtitle to the chapter, I suppose it would be Victory in Jesus. In the era of the Messiah, all sins will be forgiven, and all people who are obedient to God, past, present, and future, will be taken care of. The Jew in Isaiah's day may read about the promises of the coming Savior and ask, well, how long until the promised Messiah finally arrives? And if Isaiah was given the answer, and if he wanted to answer, then he might have said about 700 years from now. And so the Jew, hearing that back then, knowing that he would be long dead by that point, might wonder, so what's in it for me? The answer is salvation is universal. It's conditional, but it's universal. And if the Jew living centuries earlier is faithful and obedient to God, then the Messiah, when he comes, will take away his sins. Even though the Jew will be long dead before the Messiah arrives, if he's faithful then, God will save him later when the Lord dies. Notice that Isaiah writes "Have you drawing wells from the water of salvation. That's what he says in the song. He says, you draw wells. Well, who is Isaiah talking about? Who's the you there? Who's he talking to? It's anybody. In the era of the Messiah, salvation is not just for the Jews, but the Gentiles too. We, living 2,000 years after Jesus' death and resurrection, are blessed with the same salvation as our faithful spiritual brethren in Isaiah's day. If we're faithful now, God saved us then, when the Lord died. What the Lord offers is so good, the people who partake are naturally going to want to tell everybody about it. And to that end, Isaiah offers a handy checklist of things to say as you go out and tell people about the Messiah. And not just tell, but shout. Shout to the Lord, as the song says. So first of all, he says, praise the Lord. Give him credit for the salvation he offers. He didn't, uh, You didn't save you, he saved you. Give him the glory for your redemption, and it will entice others to seek out redemption for themselves. Call upon his name, Isaiah says. In other words, tell the lost to turn to God and to submit to his authority and to receive the salvation he offers. Anyone who refuses to obey God's commands will do so because they fail to recognize or accept the authority of Christ. So call on his name, authority. Also, he says, declare his doings. Tell the seeking sinner that after they've turned to him and have been saved by him, they must likewise tell others about him. The gospel is not spread by a divine message that's written in the sky. It is spread by people who take the divine message written in a book, person to person. So declare his doings. But also make mention that his name is exalted. In other words, tell the world that he is high and holy and must be obeyed. This is the message that those who are saved are supposed to bring. Look at the cycle here. You praise the Lord. You led someone to him, and now they are praising the Lord, and they are leading someone to him. It's a cycle that should never end until the Lord comes back. And then finally, he says, sing unto the Lord, or give him honor and thanks in worship for his salvation. Don't just be happy that you're saved. Don't just sit back and enjoy it. Let your joy be expressed the way God wants it to be, which is in worship to him, the way he wants it to be. He is a divine being, and His character demands worship be given to Him. He made us for that purpose. Think about this. For a long time, sin kept us away from offering worship the way we should. And now that we are redeemed in God, we have the right to do what we were made for. So don't waste that opportunity. Sing to Him and worship Him. We are saved. We have been saved. If we remain faithful, we will be saved. What a blessing that is. It should be cause for celebration, for exaltation, and for reverential adulation to be given to the Lord God Almighty. Shout to the Lord, Isaiah says. And while I've got you on the phone, if you want to subscribe, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash Matthew-Martin414. I've got uh, free audio files here and there that I'll release every now and then, but for the most part, I put everything behind a massive, giant paywall where you have to pay upwards of, I think it's ninety nine cents a month. So if you can, if you can manage that a dollar a month, <clears throat> that's you know it's not easy. But if you want to whip out a buck, then you get hundreds of audio files of all of my sermons and classes and devotionals. So it's uh, Anchor A N C H O R dot FM slash Matthew M A T T H E W dash Martin four one four and hit subscribe for a buck and you get all my hundreds and hundreds of audio files all right thank you